Today, we are going to be talking all about core needs. Even as I hope to educate and empower you, the parent, about the core needs of your babies, I thought, what would be the best, most effective and persuasive way of doing it? After all, this is the most important information you will ever need to hear. In my world, this is the gospel. This is salvation. This is nirvana. This is everything. The stakes are too high. I don't want to get this wrong. I just cannot get this wrong. That's when I heard my gut whispering to me. There is only one way, Maggie. You need radical vulnerability and radical honesty. It is the only way to convince parents to pay attention. You have to tell your story, rather your history. So in this episode, I am choosing to describe my own body and my own internal experience. That's right, publicly. Oh, 27-year-old Maggie would be furious. Oh, she would lose it. She would absolutely try to shut me up and say that I'm stupid to broadcast my demons. She would dismiss me completely. But guess what? I just turned 32 this week. Happy birthday to me. 32-year-old Maggie has made a habit of trusting her gut. I'm going to tell you all about me. And I'm going to use a poem that I wrote when I was 27. At this point, I was already working with neurodivergent children in my capacity as an occupational therapist. But I didn't write it to describe myself, not in the least. Oh, no, no, no. 27-year-old Maggie, she was different and she had very little self-awareness. She would never show any sign of weakness to anyone. Everyone only saw the strongest side of her. You see, the thing is... At the time, I had read about horrific incidents from the USA where children were being separated from their migrant parents. This was way back in 2018 and it shook me to my core. So I wrote this poem to describe what anxiety would look like, not for me, mind you, but for those children. And I was careful to say that my insight into anxiety came from talking to my patients because I was such an empathetic occupational therapist that I could just conjure up feelings of anxiety and write a poem about it only based on talking to my patients who had anxiety. That was total BS, not gonna lie. Not the poem. The poem was raw, it was profound, it was insightful. The people on the platform that it was published absolutely loved it and I got a lot of recognition on that platform. But... My justification of how I could write something so hauntingly honest, that was BS. Now at 32, I'll tell you what I couldn't acknowledge then. That poem touched many people, not because I was writing about some social justice issue happening in a different continent, no. It moved people because it was an honest reflection of me. I was describing my own crippling anxiety that I had lived with for essentially 27 years of my life with no awareness of it whatsoever. I do agree with all the scientific evidence that's been published, which argues that unmet core needs do lead to long-term mental health challenges like anxiety, depression for the general population and especially for those with autism, ADHD, learning disabilities, etc. 
So I am going to share the poem with you in just a moment, but only to emphasize the importance of meeting the core needs of your baby. And after the poem, we will dive deeper into what these needs are. There's only four of them, so it won't be hard to remember. You don't want to miss this if you are trying to raise kids to be the best version of themselves. Welcome back to the Wisdom Podcast, where you will get bite-sized perspectives on your neurodivergent child. Now, I know the ideas I am presenting are not always easy to hear and accept. That said, I do applaud the courage, humility and love you have for your child in showing up and allowing me to plant these seeds in your mind. I am your host Maggie and let's start digging. The Reality of Anxiety, published August 11th, 2018. In the elevator, I stifle my breathing, for I worry to another, it's deafening. I silence my chewing, my sipping, my footsteps, even my clapping, so that the world sees me as the ghost I long to be. I worry my dog finds me uninteresting by the hour and that water will run out in the middle of my shower. I worry I will have nowhere to run for cover when the world is at war and I need to save my family. I wake up. Oh, a nightmare. I'm sweating profusely with my back and legs painfully spasming, tired from escaping persistent drone bombings. I worry I'm not a good enough daughter and that the tea I make has too much water. I worry I don't work hard enough for my dreams. After 11 hour workday, I worry I have no team of dedicated friends like a girl squad before worrying about not believing enough in a god. I worry I don't get enough love and then I push him away because it feels too much. I worry I don't know how to care except for myself because most often there was nobody there. I obsess over each of these worries, every one of them, no hierarchy, every minute, every day, involuntarily worrying, just as efficiently as I am breathing. Even now as I write, I worry I have died before acknowledging that my heart is still beating. It's a lot even for me. All right. That describes the nervous system, thoughts and beliefs of someone whose core needs were not met. In fact, I am yet to meet in person one adult whose core needs were all met in their childhood. So I know I am not alone in this. It's very likely that for you the parent, your core needs weren't met either. But we can all do better for the next generation. Don't get me wrong, it is nobody's fault that needs go unmet. Especially in 1991, when I was born, there was very little information, very little research done, and no access to the little information that was available. There was no way for anyone to know and learn. However, that is not true for you in 2023. This podcast was started to provide information and resources so that you can parent differently. You're probably thinking that you're not the same as your parent. Your parent was worse and you're already different. But here's the thing. That's looking backwards. Trying not to be your parents should not be your goal. 
we need to look ahead we need to look to what our babies need of us especially our neurodivergent ones we need to use their core needs as our moral parenting compass i'm going to borrow a phrase that i heard from an excellent public speaker he said instead of running from something let's start running to something so for our babies let's give them what they're fully deserving of shall we so a good way to understand core needs would be to say that if these go unmet there will be severe and long lasting negative consequences for the child according to dr gordon newfeld psychologist and developmental scientist there are four irreducible needs of children i'm going to use dr gabor mate's phrasing of these four irreducible needs i'll link these resources in the description for those who are interested in you know the scientific reading okay so the first core need is the attachment relationship which is essentially a deep emotional bond and connection that the child has with the primary caregivers so it's not enough to give your baby food shelter and safety we're talking about an emotional connection your baby has a deep need to belong and to be taken care of as he or she is completely helpless and entirely dependent on you for survival the attachment relationship is like a psychological umbilical cord extending out from the parent's body to the baby's body after birth you may think that you have a strong attachment with your baby but does your baby feel the same way you may initiate several actions for example hugs and kisses but is your baby perceiving your body language as signs of safety and deep connection that is something to think about the next core need is security within the attachment or the need to rest from having to constantly ensure that the attachment is secure this attachment relationship that we talked about needs to be secure so that your baby doesn't feel the constant pressure to do more to make you happy your baby must feel relaxed in your presence like there's nothing he or she needs to do to earn your love your baby must feel and know that your love is already and always there so that he can focus all his energy on just being curious, learning and playing. And you are obligated to let your baby know that any unhappiness or stress that you're experiencing has nothing to do with your baby's behavior or your baby's presence in your life. Now words can be helpful to do this for sure, but your baby is also paying close attention to your body language. The third core need is the permission to feel their emotions to the full especially grief sadness anger and pain however big the emotion may be all emotions have a starting point a peak and a cool down which will all happen organically if only the child is given permission to go through the process of completing that emotion In 10 years of working in this field I have observed this to be a spectrum of itself there are some parents who are strictly orthodox and ignore the child until the child calms down there are other parents who will distract the child to try and change the emotional state thereby not letting the emotion run its course now both of these extremes don't fulfill the core need 
because in that situation your baby only needs permission to feel the emotion in other words your baby needs to know that she will not be rejected by you just because she is angry of course there are ways to ensure she is expressing her emotions in a safe manner but that's a different conversation altogether and the last core need is free authentic play that is self directed and has no agenda your baby needs an environment which is conducive to joyful imaginative and interactive play this is important to nurture the circuits in the brain specifically in the neocortex which is responsible for creativity and learning and that is essentially what makes us human so you don't play with them to teach them the colors the abc's or good manners you play with them to allow their imagination to soar and if i may add there is most definitely a way to do it for all children regardless of their communicative abilities let's recap as parents meeting core needs of your children must be a top priority if you want to ensure long term physical and mental health if core needs are unmet then the result is anxiety depression addictions and a range of autoimmune conditions as you can probably see all these are quite prevalent in our society these days that itself should raise some concern for all parents established developmental scientists have identified four core needs of babies one the need to attach and form deep connections with caregivers two the need to rest from working to secure the attachment three a permission to feel their emotions to the full and four a need to experience authentic agenda free play this is true for all babies so let's take this information and put it in perspective for you my neurodivergent families there is a lot of evidence suggesting that neurodivergent children are at a higher risk for mental health disorders and even suicide as they integrate into an ever evolving society Can you protect your child for the rest of his life by guarding or shielding him from the world? No. They're going to have to face all sorts of debilitating circumstances all on their own. But can you provide them a strong foundation by meeting their core needs so that when they're faced with a challenge they're able to pull through and rise above? Hell, yes. Having said that, I don't claim this is easy at all. It's definitely simple. but it's not easy meeting your child's core needs will require a lot of you the parent especially if your own core needs were not met in your childhood listen even if your children are older now i promise you it's still okay it's never too late to make amends now you know why i think of you as no less than a superhero This is hard work. It's deep, it's heavy, and it may get messy sometimes. But seeing your child living and being the best version of themselves, that is going to be your reward. And it's a type of joy that neither I or you can anticipate. You can only feel it when you see your child thriving in this world. If you need more resources or specific advice for your baby, or you just want to bounce off ideas with me you can dm me at vysdym_ that's on instagram vysdym_ and i'll definitely be in touch 
or you can join me on this journey by following, subscribing, downloading the show wherever you get your podcasts. I promise to only make it better and give you the best quality I possibly can. This is an episode that literally any parent will benefit from. So please do me a favor. If you found the content meaningful in any way, please do share it with people you know. It'll help me reach more families with my message. So thank you again for becoming the superhero your baby needs you to be. I do hope you will water these seeds that I'm planting in your mind because I'm genuinely rooting for you. Pun intended. Wink, wink. That's all for now, my hardworking superheroes. I will see you in the next episode.